Hi everyone, and welcome to a special mini episode of Crimopedia. I'm your host, Allison, and I decided to put out some extra content this month because my final exams are over, and where I live in the province of Ontario, we are dealing with the largest, strictest COVID lockdown to date. Ontario has been struggling with COVID pretty badly, and our case counts are at an all-time high. So normally where I would celebrate the end of a semester with some wine and some friends, I can't do that right now. But that's okay because there are much larger sacrifices people have made throughout this pandemic. Instead, I've decided to channel my energy and free time into putting out an extra mini episode for you all to try and distract myself from the fact that we are over a year into the pandemic now and nowhere close to getting better. Today, I wanted to talk to you about the murder of specialist Gregory Morales, who was stationed at Fort Hood in Killeen, Texas, serving under the 1st Cavalry Division. You may not recognize Gregory's name because his story has largely been underreported. However, you may recognize the name of specialist Vanessa Guillen, whose disappearance was under investigation when Gregory's remains were found. Colleen police actually thought that Gregory's remains were Vanessa's when they found them, but her actual remains would be discovered less than two weeks later. I've decided to make today's episode a mini-episode because it's next to impossible to dive into research about Specialist Morales or even Specialist Guillen without falling into some pretty deep and confusing rabbit holes. I'm going to try my best to tell today's story the way I know it, and special thanks to my amazing friend stationed at Fort Hood currently for helping me out with the military abbreviations and some of the details. I really couldn't have done this one without you. There are so many twists and turns to the story of the murders of Gregory Morales and Vanessa Guillen that it's kind of hard to get the facts straight unless you've got someone on the inside. With that, let's jump right in. Gregory Morales from Saplupa, Oklahoma, was only 23 years old when he went missing on August 20th of 2019. Gregory was last seen after a night out clubbing with friends and driving his 2018 black Kia Roy with temporary Texas tags off base around Killeen. Killeen is located about halfway between Austin, Texas and Waco, Texas, and is largely known as a military town and understandably so, since it houses one of the largest military bases in the world, so you're going to see a lot of uniformed officers kicking around. That night in August, Gregory and some of his friends, who have remained unnamed in all of my research, like I said, were out clubbing, and as far as we know now, these were some of the last people to see him alive. The day before, on August 19th, Greg had called up his mom, Kimberly Weddle, and asked her for some gas money for his car. They joked lightheartedly about how Greg could afford a brand new 2018 Kia, but not the gas to put in it. But Kim didn't know that this would be the last time she would ever speak with her son. Gregory's wife, Penny Morales, said that his disappearance became a serious concern when on Saturday the 24th, a sergeant came to her home wondering where Gregory was. It was really odd that Gregory wouldn't be showing up for duty on base, considering his last day of active duty ever was only a few weeks away on September 10th. If there was an absolute worst time to go AWOL, this was the time, and that's exactly what his mom Kimberly was thinking. There was no way Gregory would desert the military and voluntarily go missing right now. 
Gregory had plans after his duty ended to come home back to Oklahoma and visit before enrolling in technical school in Galveston or Houston, Texas, and potentially earn a certificate to work on windmill maintenance. Gregory had been enlisted since 2015 with the military and had served tours in Kuwait and South Korea, and had even earned a Good Conduct Medal, a National Defense Service Medal, a Global War on Terrorism Expeditionary Medal, and many, many more. After all of his hard work, why would Gregory go voluntarily missing now? It didn't make a whole lot of sense to his family or the people that knew him best. However, after not showing up for active duty, Gregory was listed as AWOL and eventually classified as a deserter, despite his mother's pleas that there was absolutely no way that his disappearance was voluntary. Specialist Morales was stripped of his military title and privileges, which included any benefits to his wife and family, and according to Lieutenant Colonel Emmanuel Ortiz, it's just military policy. They don't look for deserters and they don't give them credit for uncompleted service. From my research, I was able to gather that it's customary to label someone as a deserter, which is one step further, so to speak, than AWOL, after 30 days of not reporting to active duty unless there is evidence otherwise that the individual in question is under physical or mental duress. Kayla Williams, a former Army non-commissioned officer and director of the Military, Veterans, and Society program in Washington, said that there are more than a thousand soldiers listed as active deserters at any given time, with some people on that list for decades and the military not really interested in investing in closure. Gregory was not considered a missing person, but effectively a grown adult who was exercising his right to disappear. This is somewhat common in cases where a single adult individual goes missing, and it's something that makes me think a lot about how my own family would handle something like this or how I would handle this if someone I loved went missing. So let the record show that if I ever go missing, it's certainly not on purpose and let there be no confusion about that. In May of 2020, Gregory's brother's wife was curious about the online service Carfax, which essentially is a database where you can input a vehicle's VIN number, vehicle identification number, or license plate, and pull all kinds of records about that car. So she inputted details about Gregory's 2018 Kia because that went missing along with him. To her surprise, Carfax spit out records that his car was sold at an auction in 2019 in Dallas, Texas, which is a full 171 miles or 275 kilometers away from Killeen in December. The family was obviously shocked, and so they called the army to report this finding, but to their surprise, they were told that the army already knew about it. Kim Waddell reported being pissed, saying, you don't think that this is something to tell us? Why keep it a secret? You know that we thought Gregory was missing against his own will. To Gregory's family, this finding was evidence that nothing good could have possibly happened to him. But I guess to the military, this was evidence that confirmed their theory that he was trying to run away. But this discrepancy in information disclosure between the family of Gregory Morales and the military would not be the only incidence of secret keeping. 
It turned out that the investigation, or lack thereof, into Gregory's disappearance is riddled with secrets, even to this day. It's unclear even as of now, at the time of writing this, a full year and a half since Gregory went missing, if the friends he was with that night on August 19th were even interviewed, or if their identities are even known to police. Which is obviously pretty important to know if these people were the last to ever see Gregory alive. Gregory's mom, Kim, speculates that even if whoever he was with wasn't involved in his disappearance, at the very least, they have to know something important. And I think that this is true, even if they don't realize how important the information they have is. But maybe police already have everything they need from these people, and perhaps the public just doesn't know about that. And it's quite possible that it is this way, because the army and the police Whatever they do know about Gregory's disappearance, they've certainly kept it from us. Even more surprisingly, they've kept most of the information away from his family as well. When Gregory first went missing, Kim asked the army to put out a reward for information about his disappearance, and she was met with some assurance that it was potentially being worked on, although again, the military didn't classify him as a involuntary missing person, but despite any assurance she might have gotten, no reward money was offered by the military, likely again because they upheld the belief that Greg was a deserter. This was true until the next year in 2020 after 20-year-old Vanessa Guillen went missing. It was actually when Vanessa went missing that the media attention surrounding her case was able to shed some much-needed light on the circumstances of Gregory Morales going missing as well as other soldiers stationed at Fort Hood. The Guillen family, while campaigning to keep Vanessa's name and face at the forefront of every major national news outlet, was also able to name drop Gregory a couple of times during their numerous press conferences. And before long, the military put out a reward for information about his disappearance, likely because of all the public pressure to do so. However, the next public information about Gregory's whereabouts would bring on more questions than answers. On June 19th of 2020, after receiving a tip while officers were out searching for the remains of Vanessa Guillen, they actually stumbled upon the skeletal remains of Gregory Morales behind a neighborhood less than 10 minutes away from the Fort Hood base. Gregory's remains were found in a shallow grave with his shredded and scattered clothes. There is some speculation that Gregory's cause of death was a gunshot to the face, but the autopsy report to this day has never been released, even though we're coming up on almost a year of him being found. However, Killeen police have confirmed that they are still investigating and working under the assumption that the manner of death is homicide. In July of 2020, about a month after his remains were found, and almost a full year since he was last seen alive, Gregory's formal military designation was reinstated, and it was changed from deserter back to active duty after they had determined he had in fact been deceased since evidently around the time he initially went missing. Because of this change, he was allowed to be buried back in Oklahoma at the end of July with full military honors, which he definitely earned, and it allowed his family some financial relief as they no longer had to bear the cost of the funeral services on their own. It's unclear exactly why the autopsy report has been kept under wraps for so long, but according to the Bell County District Attorney Henry Garza, it's still being investigated. And that's really it. The investigation into his death is technically ongoing, although updates about Gregory are few and far between these days. 
There are various theories circulating the internet as to what happened to specialist Gregory Morales, some more credible than others. To me, there are two that really stick out. I usually wouldn't delve too deeply into theories because I don't like to speculate too much about the circumstances of these cases, but the suspicious death of Gregory Morales is by far not the first or even the last of its kind to happen in Colleen, Texas. In fact, Fort Hood in particular sees disproportionately more violent crime than any other army base by a long shot. This could be due to its sheer size, but between 2015 and 2019, Fort Hood was averaging around 129 violent felonies committed by soldiers every year. Any Reddit page you read about Fort Hood in general will always have a huge comment thread attached to it where people discuss the infamy of the place. It's sort of an unwritten rule that Fort Hood seems to be notoriously bad news, with rumors about cults, new sexual assault and harassment allegations coming out every week, there's been mass shootings, and then not even to mention the countless missing and murdered soldiers. That's right, Gregory Morales and Vanessa Guillen are not at all the only two Fort Hood soldiers who met their demise while working on base. This issue in particular was shot into the spotlight when in 2020, Vanessa Guillen's family worked tirelessly to spearhead the campaign to raise awareness for her disappearance. The intense media pressure and relentless advocacy by her family prompted an investigation into her disappearance because like Gregory, her family did not believe for one second that she would have just clocked out of life voluntarily. This investigation would eventually lead to her remains being found dismembered and burned off base. I mentioned this only briefly before, but when investigators found Gregory's remains, there was actually some initial speculation that they could have been Vanessa's because they weren't really looking for Gregory, but they had just found skeletal remains. Clearly, the work put in by Vanessa's family to demand answers was very effective in so many ways. Not only were they able to get Vanessa's case international attention, but they also opened the door to allow for some closure for Gregory's family. If police weren't looking for Vanessa, who knows if they would have ever found Greg. Between March of 2020 and July of 2020, at least seven more soldiers at Fort Hood have been found deceased, with most of them dying at the hands of someone else or under suspicious circumstances. Of these deaths include Gregory Morales and Vanessa Guillen, as well as the soldier who allegedly killed Vanessa who shot himself only hours after her remains were found. Although, at the time of publishing this episode, the legal proceedings are still going on, at the time of writing, the story constructed thus far is that this man had killed Vanessa in the armory on Fort Hood base and was able to smuggle her body off base in a big bin before disposing of her body with help from his girlfriend. I find Vanessa's case to be especially important to bring up when discussing the theories about the death of Gregory Morales because a huge theory as to why the person who killed Vanessa had the motive to do so relates to the shady business happening at Fort Hood. Before Vanessa's death, she had confided in her family that she had recently been experiencing sexual harassment and according to numerous sources online, sexual assault and harassment are huge problems at Fort Hood. And this is likely in part due to the internal reporting system. Any sexual harassment claims are filed up the chain of command. So Vanessa, having experienced sexual harassment by a superior officer, would have had to report her complaints about that harassment to that same superior officer. 
It's kind of hard not to speculate. Could something similar have happened to Greg? Honestly, it's hard to say. It's hard to discern if what happened to Vanessa was an isolated incident or not, because a lot of people online say that these types of incidences are ingrained in the culture of Fort Hood. In 2015, a soldier at Fort Hood named Gregory McQueen was arrested for trying to run a prostitution ring out of the base. And mind you, this guy was apparently a part of the sexual harassment and assault prevention program on base, which is the same program comprised of those superior officers that Vanessa would have had to report her allegations to. This system is not set up for justice. There is absolutely no way that anybody who comes forward with sexual assault allegations can get any form of relief. And clearly, as in the case of Vanessa Guillen, if a victim does come forward or threatens to come forward, there are serious repercussions. Vanessa went missing only a short time after she confided in her family about what was happening to her. Is it possible something similar could have happened to Specialist Morales? Maybe that's why the authorities at Fort Hood didn't want to investigate his disappearance. It begs the question, how deep does this run? It's so hard to say because information is all really speculative, if it's present at all, because information is really sparse. But something else I did find is that some people speculate that his disappearance and death could have something to do with a religious group that has a strong presence in Killeen and a strong affiliation to active duty Fort Hood soldiers. The assembly of prayers, ominous presence in Killeen and involvement with Fort Hood is no secret to anybody who lives in this area, and many have dubbed it as a cult and have alleged them to be dangerous, with some people even reporting being stalked by members of this church and having members wait in cars outside of their homes. A quick Google search of this religious group will tell you everything you need to know about how the people in Killeen feel about them. People allege that they are posing as a food pantry service to lure in vulnerable people and indoctrinate them. With one Google review even reading, if you're looking for the Jim Jones experience, their Kool-Aid tastes amazing. Is it possible that Gregory could have gotten caught up with some dangerous people running a dangerous operation? Maybe he witnessed something that he wasn't supposed to? Is it possible that Fort Hood's superior officers are so involved with the Assembly of Prayer that they knew what happened and didn't want to investigate? Now, I have to say that the Assembly of Prayer does seem to hold legitimacy as a religious organization in other places in North America, but this branch, so to speak, down in Killeen, Texas, has quite the reputation. I've seen a lot of discussion online that these types of organizations target military towns like Killeen and engage in coercive tactics to lure soldiers into their belief system with the promises of a better life and a religious curriculum focused on sin redemption. Some allegations about this group near Fort Hood say that when their attempts to charm soldiers don't work, that's when they resort to aggression, with some people claiming that they actually had to escape the physical clutches of church members from shoving them into their church van and driving away. I don't think it's too far-fetched to say that if these allegations are true, Gregory would have at least had some interaction with these people at one point during his time at Fort Hood just due to their overwhelming presence in Killeen. However, the nature of any interactions he may have had with them are totally unknown. 
Another theory that I found to be potentially viable online regarding the suspicious death of Gregory Morales was that his wife, Penny Morales, was somehow involved. From what I've gathered online, there are many very opinionated people who feel passionately about her potential involvement, or lack thereof, so I'm going to try and keep this part as non-biased as possible. Before his disappearance, Gregory was apparently saving money to seek out a divorce attorney. Now, I could not find any information about when him and Penny actually got married, but he was only 23 years old when he went missing. So whether they were married for six months or four years, the relationship near the end of Gregory's life was seemingly becoming increasingly toxic. There are numerous screenshots floating around the internet of Gregory himself talking to family members and friends online about Penny, complaining about their relationship, financial problems, and potentially even infidelity on her part. As well, some sources online say that Penny Morales did receive the entire life insurance cash out from Gregory's death, which is interesting because a large point of contention for them was their finances. From the conversations and screenshots that I've seen, it seemed like Penny was wanting more money and less of Gregory. But by divorcing Gregory, Penny would then also be forfeiting any financial or military benefits. Other than the potential financial motive, the theory of Penny's involvement stems from her allegedly sleeping with another man, but giving Gregory a hard time about still wanting to be financially supported. She was actually arrested very shortly after Gregory's remains were found for animal cruelty charges, and then again in January of this year, 2021, for another charge, but the nature of that arrest hasn't been publicly disclosed. A lot of people saw this 2021 arrest and speculated that it was related to the suspicious death of her husband, but Eric Franklin from KW Texas reported after reaching out to authorities that they said she was in jail unrelated to Greg. I found a lot of this information on a Facebook page called The Fort Hood Fallen, which dedicates so much time to bringing awareness to the shady stuff happening on base and in Killeen, Texas in general. And they have done a great job staying on top of any and all updates about cases of missing Fort Hood soldiers. However, a lot of this information comes from the comment section of their posts. In one of their posts about Penny's January arrest, there are some people in the comments who claim that she is a suspect in Gregory's death. Others say that she said she's a suspect but nobody really knows if she actually is. One person even had seemed to think that she had been cleared. And it's hard to know for sure because like I mentioned before, the investigation is being kept very secretive right now, especially since Gregory's remains were found last year. If she is on police's radar for the death of Gregory Morales and a lot of people find her suspicious enough to fit the bill, then the public wouldn't know, as of now, exactly what the nature of her involvement is. It's really hard to say if there are deeply rooted and seriously messed up stuff happening at Fort Hood right now, and whether or not Gregory Morales happened to get caught up in it, whether it's sexual assault allegations or ending up on the wrong side of a church organization. Or maybe it's possible that his death is completely unrelated to the dozens of missing and murdered Fort Hood soldiers and he just happened to get married to someone with ill intentions. I think it speaks volumes that many people have become increasingly concerned about the safety of soldiers at Fort Hood, however, 
And I think a lot of the awareness surrounding these issues is owed to the family of Vanessa Guillen. Her family exposed the truths about the chain of command and sexual harassment policy in the military and has been advocating to change that. Since her case came to light, many doors have been opened to investigate the numerous disappearances that have occurred on base, again, potentially as a byproduct of this sexual harassment policy. But it's really hard to say if Gregory's disappearance and death has anything to do with that or not. Either way, I will certainly have to keep everybody updated on the new information that comes out about the investigation into the death of Gregory Morales. And like I said, this is one example of one tragedy that's happened in Fort Hood over the last decade. There have been dozens. If you type in Fort Hood into any Reddit page or social media page or wherever, you will find information that almost seems too outlandish to even be true, but it is true. Just like Specialist Vanessa Guillen and Specialist Gregory Morales, numerous soldiers have been found deceased both on and off base. And it's no secret that the military doesn't like talking about it, let alone actually investigating them. I know that Fort Hood has put up a memorial gate for Vanessa Guillen somewhere on base, which I think is great, but I also think it's a front to try and make it look like they are investigating internally as to why something like this would have happened to Vanessa Guillen and save face, so to speak. But really, I think a lot more needs to be done and I think a lot more voices need to be heard because ever since Vanessa actually went missing, many, many soldiers have come forward on social media telling their own stories of sexual harassment, violence, weird cult involvement, and just tons of other shady shit happening at Fort Hood. I think that's going to be all from me, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's special mini episode, and I encourage you to look into these cases on your own because there are so many avenues to explore with these stories. I hardly touched on any of the theories out there, and I want you to come to your own conclusions. What's more important than anything, because institutions really like to bury the voices of the people they've neglected, is listening to the stories of the soldiers who come forward. Whoever killed Gregory did it in a planned and calculated manner. And it's imperative that people find out if it's an isolated incident or if they should be worried about a bigger problem. Again, the investigation is ongoing, so remember that all we can do is speculate. However, the more informed you are about the potential dangers associated with a certain area, the better off everybody is. If you know absolutely anything about the murder of Specialist Gregory Morales, then you can call in a tip anonymously to the Bell County Crime Stoppers at 1-254-526-8477. Be sure to follow me for more updates. I'm sure there will be tons coming out in the next year. At least I hope so anyways. And you can follow me on Instagram to get those updates at Pod. Thanks everyone. I hope you're all doing well and hopefully I'll see you here for the next episode. Take care everybody. Mm -hmm.